Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. Highlight, and you could touch on this as well, is just having family prayer. Yeah. Having prayer with your family. I was actually just thinking about that. I wanted to jump in and uh, I really want to encourage you guys, man, pray. If you're married, pray with your spouse, mm. especially your kids. I love that verse in the Bible where uh, God is saying, hey, listen, write it on your doorpost. Yes. R- write my commands. Talk about them before you go to bed, when you wake up, when you're on the road, right? They rode donkeys. We don't have donkeys now. When you're in your car, talk with your kids, pray with your kids. And that's something that I love doing. My wife and I, we love doing it. And, w- and we see the fruit of it with yes. our kids. So make it fun, too. And make it's it a memory. I, I remember... I always share this thing about when I first spoke in tongues. The only time I'd ever heard tongues, I have like what our generation calls like a core memory, yeah, right? Yeah, they always yeah. have a core memory unlocked of my mom and dad praying in tongues. I I'll li- I can literally see the house yeah. right now. When I was really young, I was probably, I don't know, three or four, but I have a core memory of seeing my mom and dad pray in tongues. And I was like, whoa, it made such an impact on yep. me to see my kids, yep. my, my mom yeah, yeah, and dad yeah. do it. So I want my sure. kids, and I, I've been thinking about this even all week, is like, man, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, I don't want my kids' memory of me to be, oh, my dad filmed videos at a studio exactly. and filmed a bunch Come of on. videos and posted more YouTube clips. I want my kids to be like, no, I saw my dad pray. I saw yep. my dad preach. Yep. I saw him live this out. Yep. So being intentional, I would Mom. challenge all of you, Super make these good. nights family prayer nights. I yeah. say it every time. We need to do these more. One of the things that happens when we start praying is we realize how much we've lacked prayer. Like every time I pray, Roy, mm-hmm. even right now, we're not, mm-hmm. we haven't even started yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, why don't I do this more? more. Yeah. Why? And, and when we're in prayer and tonight, we're going to all have an encounter, an encounter with God. It might not be where you feel it emotionally or physically, but we're all going to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit because you can't pray and nothing happen. Um, the Bible says nothing you do for God is useless. Yep. That means as we're praying tonight, as yeah. we're prophesying, as we're doing deliverance, as we're praying for miracles, something is happening. Um, something is changing that you might not feel the effects of yeah. a generation later or yep. a week later or a year later. I mean, I think about it. I'm the result of my grandmother's prayers who's yep. been is with the Lord. Yep. And I had this interesting thought when I was teaching through John 17, Jesus' prayer of Jesus saying, I'm praying not just for you, but I'm praying for the generations to come. come I'm on, praying for those that will come, come after you, yeah. those that you'll yep. reach. Yep. And so I'm like, man, Jesus prayed these prayers 2,000 years ago that are still being answered. And so we have the power to pray for the future generations. Mom, prayers don't on. die biblically. Yeah. So man, we have the, the ability to pray and to change something in our family's life. You yep. look at your kids that maybe are addicted right now or broken and you're, you're sitting here listening to this and this is prophetic and you're going, there's no hope for them. I can't, my son's on drugs, my daughter's on drugs, my kids are addicted, they're drinking, they're partying, and there's nothing I can do. But you're wrong. There's something you can do, and that is going after God in prayer, going after God in worship, submitting yourself to him tonight and saying, Lord, I want want to trust you. I want a word tonight. I need you to touch me. So let's just start with this posture of, man, I'm here humbly. I'm here hungry. Pride says you don't need to pray. Yep. Pride says yep. prayer is pointless. Yep. But this is the most important element come of on. the Christian come faith. On, come on. You will not survive without prayer. So it's, it's like it's, it's like uh, breathing oxygen, right? Yes. If it, or um, I've heard it said before, like you see these uh, deep sea divers, and uh, you can go only so far without withholding your breath mm. and going underwater. 
but you can go really far if you have that tank, right? Good. And so it's so important, man. Uh, it, when we pray, we're talking to God. That's we're not just saying words. We're not just we're not just throwing something out there in space, right? We're actually talking to God, right? And, and He's our Father. And so I was actually telling my kids this. Me and my wife, we were praying with them the other day. And we even said, we're like, listen. And, and I had to look at them. Some of them are five, seven. I'm going to listen. Like, prayer changes something. Yes. Prayer works. And we actually told them that. Prayer works. So, But you won't see things happen if you never pray. So we mm. really want to encourage you guys. Also have faith. I say this a lot. Like, if God had a love language, I totally believe it's faith, right? Good. He loves it when we have faith. So if you're just praying out of fear, or you're praying out of doubt, don't expect, what does James say? James says, don't expect to actually get anything if you, if you don't have faith, right, behind it. So when we pray tonight, you guys, I really want to encourage you, man, really just get it from the bottom of your heart and be like, you know what, God, I believe you can hear me. I believe that you can touch me. I believe you can touch my lost loved one, yes. right? So let's jump into it tonight, you guys, and let's have faith. Let's do it with confidence. Amen. Yeah, I want to give you guys a few verses. Mark eleven twenty four. Jesus says this, and I know some of these verses that Je uh, some of these things Jesus teaches us in prayer, they make people mad, especially religious people. <laughs> to this day, people are like, "Oh, that's not how it works." But I'm like, "Ah, Jesus said it." Mark eleven twenty four. He says, "When you pray, so that's yeah, what we're about to wait. do, and you ask for something, so this is what we call like petitioning. We're asking God for something." He says, believe that you've received it and you'll be given what you asked for. So what Roy just said is we're not just praying randomly. Yeah. He says, believe you've received it. So when I read where it says like by his stripes, you, you were healed. Yeah. I'm going like, okay, I'm believing. Now I'm not delusional. I'm not going to stop taking my meds. I'm not going to, you know, if God does something, I'm not just going to go crazy and be like, oh, I don't need to take any insulin because yeah. I just believe. I'm going to believe for my healing, but I'm also going to use wisdom. But yeah. the reality is this. I'm believing when I'm praying yeah. that I'm receiving what I prayed for. I'm believing that my good father wants to give me what I'm right. praying for. On, so whether that's on. healing, whether that's uh, wisdom, whether that's revelation, faith is saying, God, thank you yep. before I even see the results. Yep. It's like if you hand, if I hand Roy a check for $1,000, he's not going to wait and say, okay, in three or four days when the check clears, I'm going to say thank you. Roy's going to instantly thank me. But why are you thanking me? The check hasn't even cleared. The check is the promise of the actual money, but because you believe the promise is genuine, you say thank you before the check clears. This is faith. Faith is saying, I, I don't know if I'm healed. I don't know if I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm believing. I'm thanking you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for delivering my son. Did oh. I see him get delivered? I don't even know. My son's not here. Thank you, Lord, for delivering my daughter. Thank you for delivering yeah. my loved one. Thank you for reviving. You start praying these prayers, and then you thank the Lord tonight, even before he does them. And then Jesus says, hey, you, you've, thank him for receiving it before you did, before you even, before you even get what you asked yep. for. Come on. So this is what we're going to do tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for delivering. Thank you for healing. Come if you look at John 4.24, Jesus goes, I'm looking for those that worship. The Father wants those that worship in spirit, and in truth. Mm -hmm. So God is obviously not in the visible realm. He's spiritual. He's in the spirit realm. So tonight, what we're actually doing is we're engaging with God in the spiritual realm. On, God you, is spirit, and we're able to engage with Come God on. tonight in the spirit realm. Prayer becomes the vehicle that we access the spiritual realm, and we're able to have relationship with God. This is why Jesus constantly was getting away to pray, constantly spending the time with the Father through prayer. So we have to look at it as, as an absolute privilege that we get to pray tonight and everything else we do, killing the sick, casting out demons, preaching the gospel, everything we do as pastors, leaders, preachers is an overflow of the prayer life. Come everything on, starts on. in prayer. Come, come on, on, chat, type one if you're hearing me. Everything starts in the place of prayer. So Roy, I think prayer is 
just the foundation for us in our everyday life. It's important, and I pray tonight as we, you know, we're giving this little teaching here, but as we yeah. pray for you guys, it would spark a hunger and a desire for prayer yeah, in you. For sure. I also want to encourage you guys too, when we pray, um, don't pray out of fear. I heard this years ago and it, uh, and it stuck out to me so many times and I've done it. And there's nothing wrong with this. Actually, there, there is times where you pray out of fear. Like maybe you're going through a hard time and you cry out to God. Mm. I think about Jehoshaphat, one of my favorite characters. I know it's a crazy name, but he's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. King Jehoshaphat, look him up. But there was a time where he was terrified. He was in a battle and he cried out to God, God save me. And God saved him, right? And you have those times, even King David, he's like, I'm slipping God. And, and he's praying to God out of fear. And, and we have those moments. Maybe you're going through cancer or, or maybe you lost a job. You pray out of fear. But there's also something, Isaiah, where God, I, I totally believe he loves it. And it touches his heart when you pray out of faith and mm. confidence, right? Even with Moses, there was a moment where Moses, right before he takes the Israelites uh, through the Red Sea, he stops. And and he, it says that he starts to pray to God, going, God, what should we do? And God looks at Moses and goes, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Like, just go, wow. be confident. I've, I've already given you the tools. So, so tonight, you guys, I really want to encourage you. Maybe you're going to cry out to God. Maybe you're going through something and you're, and you're praying out of fear. God, help me. That, that's okay sometimes. But I also want to encourage you guys to pray to God in confidence, like what Isaiah is talking about. Thanking God. God, I thank you. You're going to get on. me through this Red Sea. God, I thank you that you have my life. I really feel this. God, I thank you that you have my kids. You have my marriage, God. I am confident, and God loves that because that is praying not, not out of fear, but out of faith and confidence in the goodness of God. So good. I look at John 16, 24. Guys, listen to this. He says this, and we're going to pray, and then about halfway through, I'm going to break off into a little teaching, and we're going to talk about halfway through the prayer time. We're going to talk about why prayers are not being answered. But I want to give you one last verse before we start praying. Jesus says this in John 16, 24. These are the words of our Savior. Come on. He said, until now, this is so crazy. Listen to this. You've asked for nothing in my name. And yeah. then he says this to the disciples. Yeah. Ask and you will receive. And then this is why Jesus says, so that your joy may be made full. So he's saying there's a special type of joy that comes in our life when prayers get answered. But a lot of times I'm, I'm expecting God to answer prayers that I'm not praying and there's no joy. Yeah. But he says, if you start asking me for things, like the joy of yeah. a family yeah, yeah. member getting saved, Think about the joy, Roy, of a family member you've been praying for. And I get so excited because I've seen this over and over, but I want to see it more. And you've been praying for them for a year, two years, three years. You've been inviting them to church and you've been praying, praying, and you're like, they're never going to come. And then one day you're going to get up to preach and someone runs to the green room. And I love come when this on. happens and they go, you're never going to believe this. And we do this every Sunday because yeah, yeah, we have yeah, like yeah. random friends or family, yeah. old friends and family coming to our church every week. And we're like, so-and-so's here. Yep. And you're like, no way. And everyone gets all excited. There's a joy. Why is there joy like that? Because I'm seeing the prayer that Come I on. prayed answered. I'm going, I prayed that prayer. All those seeds, man. I prayed that finally. prayer. I prayed for that family to come. I prayed for that loved one to come. But here's the thing. If you're not praying for anything, there's no opportunity for there to be joy in so the good. Christian life. So, so the funnest moments in God are seeing a family get delivered, seeing a family get healed, seeing a family get saved. That's the best. Better than deliverance and healing is seeing a family member come to the Lord. But none of these things can happen in God's, the way God wants it to if we don't spend time in prayer. So I'm wearing conveniently, let me show you guys my shirt. I'm wearing this little reticle here. It says Spiritual Sniper Revival Lifestyle. This is not a merch plug. This is a prayer meeting. But this is what we're going to put on our family. This is where you look into a scope and you target something, um, yeah. an animal or whatever, if you're hunters out there. Yeah. 
And so this is what we're doing. We're literally putting a reticle on a family member saying, I'm targeting them in prayer. I'm targeting them in, in my prayers tonight. And I'm sending these prayers. I'm believing God to do it. And guess what? I don't need to ask Mary for intercession. I don't need to ask Peter for intercession. We don't need to pray to any man. There's only one mediator between God and man, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. So we're not going to anyone tonight but Jesus. He's our mediator to the Father, and we're going to put a bullseye on our family. Sorry, devil, you've lost. We're spiritual sniping tonight. We're targeting our family in prayer. We're tired of lacking joy because we're not seeing prayers answered. Praying Prayer is going fi- to, some of your prayers are going to finally get answered tonight. You've uh-huh. been praying and believing. Uh-huh. We're going to knock again. Yeah. We're going to ask again. We're going to seek again. Jesus said, knock, ask, and seek. And many of us doorbell ditch God. We ask one time. We seek for five minutes. But tonight, I'm, I am personally here saying I'm knocking again. I'm seeking again. Here I am, Lord, again. Yep. And, and I'm going to bug the judge. This is my uh, favorite story. Jesus says, if you keep bugging the judge, a wicked judge will answer your request, a wicked judge, because the lady would not stop bugging him. The judge goes, here they are again, asking for the same thing. And then finally the judge goes, I'm just going to answer this woman, not because I want to, but because she won't stop bugging. And then Jesus likens that to us praying to the Father. And then he goes, you know, there's a parable of midnight where the man's knocking for bread. and, And Jesus says this, it's so crazy. I've taught this many times. Jesus says, the man doesn't answer the door and give them bread because they're friends, he does because of his shameless persistence. So it's not even just relationship with the Father. It's that our shameless persistence, um, we continue to knock. So knock again tonight. Um, any other come thoughts on. you have before we start praying? Yeah, um, I think I said this last time, but there's a very uh, important, I believe, a uh, story in the Bible where it talks about how Daniel, how he's praying and he's praying and he's praying and he's praying, and then one day an angel comes through, yes. breaks through, and Daniel says, hey, 10. we heard you. The first day you started praying yes. in heaven, we heard you. But what happened was we couldn't send an angel because he was wrestling with a demon. There's a prince yep. of Persia. And Michael had to act, this, it's a crazy story. Michael actually had to come and stop this prince demon of Persia so that Gabriel, I believe it was, came down. And so when we're being persistent, you guys, it's not just God sitting up there going, okay, I hear it. Maybe I want to answer your prayers. I totally believe we need to be persistent because there's spiritual, supernatural yes. things going, right? And so... Just know that, you guys. Pray persistent. Pray confident prayers. And I also want to say this, too. It's very important. If you're a believer, if you're a believer, that means that you have the Holy Spirit in you. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? And so when RJ's praying, the Bible says, the Apostle Paul says this, that my spirit has tied, has been tied with God's spirit. So when RJ's praying, so many times when you uh, hear Apostle Paul and he says, make sure you pray in the spirit, pray in the Mm. spirit all times. So many times I believe we think it's just praying in tongues, but praying in the Spirit is being led by the Holy Spirit. And so when we're praying tonight, I believe the Holy Spirit is praying with RJ, with Isaiah, with you guys. And so listen, when we pray, it's not just weak little RJ in my flesh, right, separated from God. No, I've been made right with God, and I have the Holy Spirit in me, so he's praying with me. So let's pray together, and let's know that God hears our prayers, That's right? so good. We're going to push through that resistance. The devil can't stop our prayers, but he can delay our prayers. So we're going to target. We're going to push Come hard. On. And then also, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to give a disclaimer to all of those in the chat. I don't want to say I wanted to say to all the religious people, but I got to stop saying that because yeah. some of you are really good-hearted. You were just raised maybe in a certain teaching. 
When we pray in tongues tonight, because we are going to be praying in tongues a lot throughout tonight, we're not asking for an interpretation. We're not speaking a message to a congregation. So 1 Corinthians 14, Paul is talking about church order. And he says, if you're going to speak in tongues, you need to have an interpreter. But Paul's talking about behind the pulpit with a message. In Corinth, they were preaching sermons in tongues. And Paul was saying, don't do that without an interpreter. Paul was not saying, don't pray in tongues. So tonight, this is a prayer meeting. This is not, we're not going to give you a sermon in tongues tonight. We don't need an interpretation. So don't start manifesting and wigging out when we start praying in tongues. The Bible says, and Paul says, I want all of you to speak in tongues. He said, I wish you do. He says, I wish all of you. And then he says, and he says, if you're going to have an interpreter, but he says, I speak in tongues more than all of you. So it's like, the question is, where is Paul praying in tongues in his prayer time? He's praying in the spirit. So it, the Bible does draw a distinction, contrary to popular belief, between speaking in tongues and praying in tongues. Yeah. And I won't go deep into this, but the actual yeah. gift is different kinds of tongues. Yeah. So the Bible says pray in the spirit. In fact, when you don't know what to pray, yep. you pray in the spirit. And the Holy Spirit groans utterances and mysteries come on, come that on. can't be understood by men that no one understands. So, good. so when you pray in tongues, the Holy Ghost has a prayer meeting on the yeah. inside of you. Yeah. So it's beautiful. So don't get scared. In fact... Let me go a step further. Many of you are going to get your prayer language tonight. On, Many of you on. are going to get a heavenly tongue, uh, the, on, the tongue of angels, yeah. and you're going to pray in the spirit tonight for the first time. Ta- let's, let's break out of this religious yeah. theology. Let's get break out, out of, of this. Box. Let's Stop. get out of this. Oh, well, you have to make sure you do. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says to pray in the spirit. So we're yeah. going to pray in the spirit. Don't be all freaked out. Don't be afraid. Yeah. He'll sometimes be praying in the spirit while I'm praying. I'll be yeah, praying yeah, yeah, under yeah, my yeah. breath while he's praying, or we'll yeah. just pray in the spirit because yeah. we're going to give you guys a chance to receive this tonight. So Father, I pray for every single person listening, Lord, that you would just baptize Ooh. us tonight in fire. God, we come hungry before you tonight. We come desperate before you. God, I come contrite, broken. I even hear the Holy Spirit saying he wants to break some of us. God is going to break us tonight. Some of us are so put together. I hear the Holy Spirit saying tonight is a night of breaking. Tonight is a night of crushing. God's going to break our ego. Come on. God's going to break our pride. God's going to break our arrogance. God's going to break our ideas of what a good gifted pastor looks like or a good husband or a good wife. God wants to break us. There is power in brokenness. Father, I pray, Lord, break everything in my life that is not of you. Lord, shatter me if you need to. God, break me down. Humble me because your word says you look for a broken and contrite spirit. Lord, break us right now. Don't just break us, Lord, but break the chains that are keeping us Uh in bondage. Break Uh the shackles of religion. Break those religious ties. Break the confusion and the rules and the regulations that religion has put on us. Bring revival to us tonight, Lord. Bring breakthrough tonight to us, Lord. Bring your Holy Spirit fire. Baptize us in a fresh fire. Lord, we come tonight, Lord, so hungry, so desperate. I come as a deer panting for water. A deer that's gone for so long without water, dying of thirst. And I finally found a river to drink from. And that's how I'm coming to you tonight, Lord. As David said, as a deer longs for water, so my soul longs for the living God. Where can I go and stand before you? So tonight, Father, I come before you and I praise you. I worship you. I honor you. I glorify your name. Jesus, tonight we exalt your name. We take no honor We take no glory, we take no credit, but Lord, we exalt your holy name. We worship your holy name, and we just pray, Lord, that you would be magnified. Jesus, I pray, and I just feel the Holy Spirit so strong tonight. I pray that you would be magnified in my life. I pray that I'd be what 1 Corinthians 5 says, an ambassador of you. Jesus, forgive me. 
Forgive me. Some of us need to pray this prayer of repentance. Forgive me for being a poor ambassador of you. Many of us, me included, we've been a poor ambassador. We've missed so many opportunities. We've let so many people pass us by. And tonight, Lord, I pray if I've been a poor ambassador of you, if I've represented you wrong, I just feel tonight we need to start with repentance. Lord, help me. I've represented you wrong. I've spoken out of term, Lord. I've been impatient or I've been angry or I've been anxious or I didn't pray for that person you told me to pray for at the store. I didn't witness to that cousin or that coworker. Lord, forgive me for being a poor ambassador. God, help me to be an ambassador of you. Help me, Lord, to represent you in power. Help me to pray for those that are sick as you would. Cast out demons as you would evangelize as you would, baptize as you would, share my faith with those that need it the most. I just pray, Lord, help me. Forgive me and help my unbelief. This is another prayer I feel the Lord wanting us to pray tonight. And this is like, we're turning this into repentance night, is help my unbelief. There was a man that came to Jesus. His son was demonized, which any of us that have a child demonized would come desperate to Jesus. We all should at least. And Jesus says, you know, he says, if you can. And then Jesus goes, what do you mean if, if I, I can? can. And then the, the man's response was, Lord, help my unbelief. There's unbelief in my heart tonight, Lord. Mm. I, I'm struggling. Let's be honest, chap. I'm struggling to believe you're going to save my family. I'm struggling to believe you're going to deliver my kids. I'm, I'm struggling. Some of you, I'm struggling, Lord, to believe that you're going to take this demon of depression mm. that I've had for years or this mm. demon mm. of suicide. Some of you are so, so used to hearing yeah. these demonic spirits. Yeah. You don't believe that God can take it. And tonight God's saying, what do you mean if I can? Come on, that's right. What do you mean if I can deliver right. you? Some of you are praying and we're going, Lord, if you can deliver me, do it. Lord, if you can heal me, do it. Lord, if you, and God's going, take the if out. Of course I can deliver you. Of course I can heal you. So let's ask the Lord to help our unbelief. How vulnerable is that to say, Lord, I have unbelief in my yeah. heart, in my mind, in my yeah. spirit. Yeah. Lord, tonight, help my unbelief. And guys, please just understand as me and Roy are praying tonight, we're, all, we're praying as hungry and yeah. as you guys. We're not yeah. just leading you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, I'm literally yeah. praying this, Roy. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm praying, help my unbelief. Yeah. I'm not saying like, yeah. I see Julian, yeah. I see Chastity, I see yeah. Veronica, they're unbelief. You yeah. know, God help them. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, Lord, help Isaiah Saldivar's unbelief. Um, so guys, please don't think um, that we're sitting here haughty going like, we yeah, know yeah, it yeah. all because we're, you know, we're the ones running yeah. the stream. Yeah. This is a prayer meeting. Yeah. No, there's no pride in prayer meetings. Come on, come on. Nobody stands prideful before a king. How could I come before the king of kings and act like he doesn't see the unbelief in my heart? Acting fake with God is like trying to dress up to go through an x-ray. That It's going to see right through you no matter on, what you're trying so to put good. on. So, so tonight, I God sees the unbelief in my yep. heart, Roy. Yep. God sees the doubt, the laziness, yep. the complacency, yep. the anxiety, the striving, yep. the jealousy. Every wicked thing that's in Isaiah Saldivar's heart, God sees it. And God says, Isaiah, give it to me. Pour it all come out on, and be vulnerable. So, Lord, tonight I just pray. Help my unbelief, Lord. So many times, Lord, I've doubted things and I haven't believed the way you want me to and I haven't stepped out and been bold about certain things. And I pray tonight, Lord, help me in my unbelief. Give me the faith like Jacob. Give me the faith like Daniel. Give me the faith like the men of great in the Bible. The Bible says that the world was not even worthy of them. Lord, let me be a, a hall, in the hall of faith, believing you, not because I want to have a great name, but I want you to have a great name. Lord, help me tonight, Lord. I repent. And some of you, I feel, Roy, I hear the Holy Spirit saying, some of you need to get on your knees tonight. 
Some of you need to get on your knees and just start crying out to God. You need to get on your knees, yeah. start repenting, and start really seeking him right now, wherever you are. You need to get on your knees right now and just start crying out to the Lord. You know, many people haven't ever cried out to the Lord before. They've never got vulnerable. And tonight, yeah. I just feel like the come Lord on, is exposing us, and he's just wanting us to be vulnerable on, in our prayers. On. And I really want to encourage you guys, man, to, to have faith and to come into that secret place. Yes. I, I love that verse that you're talking about, even with David in, uh, in the Psalms, where it says that like a deer pants for the streams of water. So many times in the Bible, Jesus even told the lady at the well, he goes, listen, and he goes, when one day you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you'll be able to, to worship, and, and you don't have to go to a temple. You don't have to go to a mountain. God is with you. He's in you. But what happens is so many times, I was thinking about this today. And, and I'm, I've been there, and, and I was even praying this today, even myself, like uh, you heard the story of Samuel. Samuel was a prophet, and God spoke to Samuel, and Samuel heard him speak, but uh, Eli didn't. And so there's so many times where I feel like God's saying, hey, let's pray. Let's spend time with me, right? And are you hungry for my presence? He wants to answer prayers. He wants to spend time with us, right? And so that's just something that I, if, if you need to repent for that, and I was even doing that today, like, God, I, I want to be hungry for you yes. even more. I want to be thirsty for you even more. My wife and I, uh, even in this past week, uh, we've been getting all these plants. It's been it was her birthday last week, and it's also Mother's Day, and so we've been getting all these plants, right, Isaiah? He loves all these flowers, but you know this in California, if you don't water a plant within two days, yes. it's going to be fried, right? Yep. Especially in the summertime. And so what I had to do was I had to get this irrigation and I had to plug it all in, do all this stuff. And so now this plant, these plants that we have in our yard, now they can have water every single day, constant, right? It's on a timer. And I want to encourage you, if you are a believer, you have constant on. access to God. You have constant access to prayer and you could be filled with it. But so many times we fill ourselves with other things. So, yep. God, I pray just that. pray, Father God, Lord, forgive us, Father. Mm, no, forgive no, no, no. us, God, when we run to other things, Father God, trying to think like, oh, this is what's going to fill us or this is what's going to give me joy or this is what's going to help me uh, with my finances. This is what's going to help me with my kid, God. Lord, whatever it is. But, Father, you are the one. You are the Come one, on, Father yes. God, who can heal. You're the one who can give us true joy, true Jeez, peace. You are that living side. water that never run, runs dry. And so, Father God, I pray, Lord, that we come into your presence, that we, Father God, saturate ourselves with your spirit, Lord. And I thank you that you love us. You love us, God. You love us. I also want to pray this, too, that for a boldness. Yes. Some of right you guys, on. listen, some of you guys are so afraid to come into the presence of God. Maybe you have shame. Maybe you have guilt. Maybe you've been living in sin, or maybe you backslid. That I'm so thankful, listen, for the blood of Jesus. What does Hebrews say? Hebrews says that we can come boldly into yes. the presence of God, yes. right? You're no longer this, this sinner separated from God, right? If you are a believer, you can come boldly into his presence, and, and you could run to him. He's a good father. Some of you guys, maybe you didn't have a good father or, or a relationship with the father, but I know that like my son, my daughters, even if they screwed up, they could come to me. I might be upset for a second, but I love it. I want, I want to help their situation. So tonight, you guys, if you are having shame or guilt or, or you don't have any confidence or boldness coming in the, into the presence of God, that is a lie. That the, if you've been sinning, that's the best place you can be is come to God come and to repent because he will forgive you. He'll cleanse you and he'll set you free. So come to him tonight in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. I just pray, God, for those family members. Let's just pray for the family members yeah. that are just far from you, Lord. Yeah. The Bible says that the devil blinds the mind of unbelievers. Yeah. 
to those that don't believe, the devil has literally blinded them. And if you've ever, well, it would be impossible to try to explain color to someone born blind. You would say, oh, the color's red. And they'd say, what is red? You'd say, oh, well, it's like the color of a rose. And they'd say, well, what does a rose look like? You'd go, oh, it looks like, you know, it's a cross between this flower. And they would say, well, what is that? You'd you'd go down an endless trail of trying to explain to a blind person something they've never seen before. So when you're witnessing the family members, they're blind. They literally just can't see it. And so the devil blinds them. So what would we pray is that God would take that blinder away, that God's power. I'm a a result, Roy, of people praying, family members, friends, cousins, aunts, uncles, parents, grandparents praying that that blinder. And some would say, well, you heard the gospel when you were younger. It's like, yeah, but there was this blinder on me. I don't know if it would it, what it took it, but I but I know that I heard right. it finally, and something changed. Somehow that blinder, that veil, mm-hmm. that that darkness, that shroud of darkness, yeah. the devil puts over our eyes yeah. is removed. Yeah. And so, Father, I pray over every single person. In fact, why don't you guys type the name yeah. right now in the chat? And I'll give you guys some time because I know it's on slow mode. So you might have just used your 30 second comment. You can only comment once every 30 (laughs) seconds, guys, tonight because it just gets too out of hand in these streams. Why don't you comment the name Mm -hmm. of your family member that you're believing for? Or better yet, just comment the name of all your family members, a big, a big list that you're praying for that God would save. Because there's almost 2000 people on here and there's people praying for these people in the chat tonight as well as we are. So I pray, Lord, for Daniel Peters. I pray, God, for Angela, for Lisa, for Linda, for Julia, for for Derek, Zachary. Kayla, Lord, touch them right now. Alex, remove the blinder. Selena, Victoria, Patrice, Josh, I call you back. Fayin, Brayden, Jose, Daniel and Mike, Greta, Melissa, Desiree, Amber and Amanda, uh, uh, Jolene, Terrence, Quentin, Mario, Janice, come back to the Lord. Father, we pray for every name in the chat. Lord, save them, God. Lord, we know that this is your will. You said that you desire no one to perish. God, over Anna and Zach, I pray, Lord, right now, save them. Save them in Jesus' name. Donald, save them right now. Brayden, Cody, Leon and Vanessa, Abby, William, we pray right now in Jesus' name. Peyton, Jen's family right now. Rosemary, Kevin, Lord, I pray for Jade, all five of her kids. You will serve the Lord in Jesus' name. I declare that you and your whole household shall be saved in Jesus' mighty name. Right now, Damascus, John, Riley, Parker, Bonnie, Ezra, Cherie, Jason, Donald, Deegan, River, Lisa, Candace, Amy, Tim, Katie, Matthew, Stephen, Mariah, Jose, be saved in Jesus' name. Come back to the Lord. Father, I pray for every one of my unsaved family members. Remove the veil. Father, do what you have to do. Knock them off their high horse in Jesus' name. Bryant, Briley, Emmanuel, Lisa, in Jesus' name. You want to pray for some of these names? Do it, Lord, in Jesus' yes, God, name. For Israel and Ray, Alyssa, Samantha, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you, Father. I pray that your angels, Father, you send your angels, Father God, Lord. Send your angels, Father. I pray, Lord, for your conviction. Lord, your word says that the Holy Spirit goes and he convicts, Father God, but he convicts to bring repentance, God, but it's because you love them, Father. Yes. I pray that uh, supernatural encounters, Jesus, yes. over these people, Father God over Willard, Father, Father. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, over Levi, Jesus. Lord, touch these people, God. And I really want to encourage you guys, as you're praying, don't just make this a tonight thing, but Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you remind us, bring to remembrance, Holy Spirit, our lost loved ones. Give us a love for him, for Jerry, Father God, for Kent, Jesus. Lord, touch Kent, Father God. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for divine encounters, God. Save him, Lord. Jesus, you told us to pray for these things. Father, we're praying according to your will. Yeah. 
You said we haven't asked. So tonight yeah. we ask. And as Roy said, All these people, guys. guys, we are, and I, I hate even just being so harsh about this, but we are delusional if we think, we say we want our family saved. And then we think about when's the last time we even prayed for them. We're delusional if we okay. think God's going to do everything he wants to do, but we're not going to have to pray. If this is what God's commanded us to do in his word, there's no cheat code. There's no microwave. There's no easy way path to get around it. We it's must good. Spend time in prayer. We must spend chronological time in prayer. This is not a waste of time in Jesus' name. The devil is a liar. Wouldn't it be the devil that would say, you're wasting your time tonight? You're wasting your time. This is why people don't pray is because it doesn't gain you anything with men. There's nothing to show for it in the eyes of man, but it's everything to God. So guys, something is happening with Heidi. Something is happening with Teresa's entire family. Something is happening with Emily, with Shane, with Jenny, with uh, Josie, with Frankie, with Thomas, Victoria. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, Lord, save them tonight, God. Your word says you don't want no one to perish. So, Father, we believe you. Save our family. I pray that the blinders would be removed in Jesus' name. I pray, God, that you would unblind their eyes. You would remove the scales off their eyes. I come against pride. I come against anxiety. I come against depression. Some of you need to intercede. That literally means to stand in the gap. There's a gap between your unsaved family and God. They can't reach him. There's a gap. There's sin. God can't look upon sin. So you come as an intercessor and intercede. Stand in between that gap. There's a chasm and you're standing in between saying, Lord, on their behalf, do this. That's some of you are getting a revelation. That's what intercession is. It's to stand in the gap. So tonight, Lord, I take my relationship with the father and I I make my request known. And my request, Lord, is that every aunt, every uncle, every cousin, every coworker, every family member, Lord, save them the way you've saved me. And guys, please have your testimony in your mind as confidence to motivate you to pray. Come on, that's I'm, I'm motivated tonight, Roy, and I'm confident because number one, I know the power of prayer. I know yeah. how powerful God yeah. is. But number two, I'm like, Lord, if you can save come me, on, on. of course you can save my crazy Apostle cousin. Paul said the same of, thing. Of course you could save my crazy friend. If you, First of all, come sinners, on chat, come on. some of you, if come God on. can save you. Jesus, Jesus. And come on. You know what, I'm gonna say this too. Sometimes we pray for the ones that I feel like are right on the edge that, yes. that we can actually think like, oh, I can see this person getting saved. But it's really hard to pray for the one that like is way out there. Come on, like, that one might not ever get saved, right? But I, I what I've seen in in, in uh, my in my past stuff is God loves saving that one. Yes. just to wreck our mind, right? I, and what Isaiah just said too was even the Apostle Paul said that he was the worst of all sinners, yep. so that God could use him as an example even to the worst of all sinners. Mm. So. If, if God could touch those people, believe me, he can touch your lost loved one too. So, Father, yes. I just pray again, God, for even more confidence, more faith, more understanding, God, that you are powerful. God, that you are so powerful that you could do exceedingly and abundantly more than what we'd ever ask or think, Father God. But I pray, Lord, but you also said that we have your mind, the mind of Christ, God, Lord. So I just pray that you just open up our mind, that we could actually start to see and believe, God, that you can touch those lost loved ones, Father. Lord, help us to be persistent. Holy Spirit, you are the helper. You're the teacher. You're the one who brings to remembrance. So Holy Spirit, help us as we pray. Let us not just be RJ praying, but you pray through us. You pray through us, God. I love the verse in the Bible where it said that God searches the earth to see if he could find a man Come or on. a woman, yes. right, that he could show himself strong through. Yes. You guys, you need to know this. Anytime, I totally believe this. Anytime God wanted to do anything on the earth, 
What did he do? He found a human being. He found Moses. He found David, right? And he empowered them with himself, with the spirit to do it. Same thing with our prayers. Again, remember when you're praying, it's not just you. It's the Holy Spirit praying with you. So be confident in that. And like what Isaiah said, we have confidence right now in Jesus' name. Yes. When you pray, listen, you, it's very important you know this. Even when you cast out demons, when you heal the sick, RJ... I don't cast out demons. I don't heal the sick. The Holy Spirit, it's in Jesus' name. The Bible says that it's through God that we push back our enemies. It's in the name of Jesus. It's in his power. Same thing. When we're praying, you guys, when we're casting out a demon, whatever we're doing, we're doing it through the blood of Jesus, right? So so realize that, you guys. Thank you, Lord, for your blood, um, God. Thank you for the boldness Lord, to approach your throne. Some of you tonight, I really feel this in the spirit, you yeah. are timid to approach the throne of God. That's a lot. In your mind, you think, well, I messed up. I didn't do this right. I didn't live right. I didn't act right. I'm not in the right position. I'm not holy enough. I'm not righteous enough. And I have have a word for you. None of us are. This is why we have the righteousness of Christ that's imputed, that's literally imputed onto us. That that literally means you don't deserve it. You're right. You don't deserve it. But we have Christ's imputed righteousness. We are clothed in Christ. That's why Paul says, put on Christ. The same way you put on a uniform to go to work. When I get up, I put on Christ. It's something I need to do. And now I have that righteousness, that imputed righteousness. And if you don't know what right sta- righteousness is, it's right standing with God. So before, Roy, I could never get a prayer answered. Yep. Before, yep. nothing. I, yep. I was completely separated from God. I broke every law. But now I'm in right standing and Come God on. goes, okay, now we can oh, talk. Because of Jesus. Come on. Not because of what I did. No. Because on. of the finished Come work on. of the cross. Come on. And I it is finished. You, and I'm going to encourage you. What's so cool about this is when you realize this, that God is giving you right standing with yes. himself through Jesus. Right? That, that Jesus died your death. He, he paid my penalty. He, he took my punishment. When you understand that, it, it brings so much love. It brings so much joy and peace to where I'm super excited. Like, wait a minute, God. I, I totally remember this years ago, Isaiah, when I finally got this revelation of the truth, of the good news, the gospel. That's why the gospel is called good news, right? When I understood this, I had so much joy. I, I was like, wait a minute. I don't have to have condemnation. Come on. I don't have to have shame when I pray. I could come bold. I could run to my father and be like, God, I thank you. There's nothing separating me from you anymore. It it made me not want to sin. It made me not want to go back. It made me not want to go back into my junk, right? So we're not saying that, oh, you're forgiven. You can still stay in your sin. Do whatever you want, because maybe we'll talk about that, maybe teach uh, in a second about it. Because sin, if you continue in your sin, it can hinder your prayers. Yes. But what we're saying is, is because Jesus died for your sin, you can come boldly, righteous, and know that he hears you. Uh, but but we're doing it in in the right way. And right? Jesus says, "Go no. and sin no more." Yeah. So he, uh, you've been forgiven, but stop doing what you were doing. You're like, yeah. well, he doesn't want me to have fun. No, he knows how bad it is. Come on. He knows that it's going to damage you. And like a good father says, "Don't touch the stove." I know you want to Come look on, shiny so and good. hot, Come but I, I know what it's going to do to you. Well, let yeah. me just try. Don't try. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this is bad. It's going to burn you. And then the Bible talks about like if you play with fire. You might get away with it, but at some point, if it's playing with it on your lap, it's going to fall over and burn you. So the Lord tonight is convicting some of you. In fact, I hear the Holy Spirit saying, and we're just trying, guys, in this prayer time, we're just trying to have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying and be led by the Holy Spirit. And one of the things the Holy Spirit is going to remove and going to convict you on, it's getting hot. It's already hot in here because it's 90 (laughs) degrees outside, but it's going to get, I'm going to start sweating here, is distraction. This is the great enemy to your prayer life. You're like, is it the devil? 
Like, uh, sometimes, but a lot of the time, the devil's just sitting on the beach in Hawaii going like, I don't even need to do anything because they're so distracted. They're so busy on TikTok, doom scrolling, scrolling their life away, breaking their thumb, looking down with, you know, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I don't even need to distract. I don't even need to do anything because distraction has already won. We've allowed TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. YouTube, Hulu, Netflix. Yeah. I can look, I, the fact yeah. that I can name 10 right now is exactly yeah. where we're at in the culture to distract us out of the place of prayer, to draw us out of the place of prayer. Mom. So if that's my default place God wants me, the question tonight is what is drawing me out? What is like if you're fishing, the fish is in its home, you throw a lure in, it bites it, and you pull it out of its home, you draw it out. And we're supposed to be in our prayer closet. We're supposed to be in prayer. That's our home. And the devil has that lure, throws it in the water, and we bite on it every time. And then we bite on TikTok, and and I'm a fisherman, as you guys can tell. And he just, he yanks us right out of where we should be. The devil's always yanking us out of where God wants us, luring us out, literally luring us out with distractions and social media. Let the Lord tonight convict you. In fact, you don't even have to let the Lord convict you. I'll tell you what will absolutely just wreck you. Go to your screen time. I wouldn't even go Ooh. near my screen time. I'm like, I'm scared. I don't want to see it. In fact, they give you an option to just to turn it off because yeah, like, yeah, I don't even want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. If you go to your screen time, guys, and then contrast that with your prayer time. Contrast that. And, and I don't want to be religious. I'm not talking about, oh, I prayed by myself. None of my kids were around. I was in my office. Yeah. We do that. That's great. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where you're driving in your car, where you're talking to God, where you're in your backyard with your kids and they're on the swing and you're just under your breath, Lord, I yeah. love you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, and you're yeah. just communing. Yeah. You're praying without ceasing. Pray, I was just That's literally it, what it means ceasing. to pray without ceasing. It doesn't mean to just pray all day long in your room because, yeah. of course, you still need to work. The Bible yeah. says a man that doesn't work is worse than an unbeliever. The Bible says we should work all with our hands. So oh. we need to have a job and work. So how do I, how do I pray without ceasing? It's this communication with the Father. It's just my wife and I will talk and text and call throughout the whole day. We don't just say, let's meet up for an hour and then I'll see you next week. We're talking throughout the day. We're not making it like, oh, we have to get together and talk in 30 minutes. No, we're just talking throughout the day. This is praying without ceasing. We communicate with our spouses. It's relational. And for a lot of you, let's just be honest, you have a terrible relationship because you don't spend time. Now, your relationship with TikTok is amazing. Your relationship with Instagram, I mean, come on, you're on a honeymoon here with Facebook, with YouTube, even maybe with my content. Maybe it's been a distraction for you to pray, but I feel like the Holy Spirit tonight is, if this is a word for you, type one, if this is speaking to you prophetically and you're like, you're you're speaking to me, this is me, my screen time is run up, my prayer time is run low, I'm just staring at my phone all day, but I'm not staring at the word of God. Again, I don't really want to put on a yoke of burden of religion yeah, to be like, you need no. to pray five yeah, hours a day sure. and read five hours a day. Sure. But I want you guys to be aware of the fact that this is one of our greatest enemies in yeah. this generation. This thing right here is keeping us, man, how many encounters have I missed because of a TikTok video? So how, many even, how many encounters have I missed because of a Facebook, scrolling on Facebook? or It's like, man... You go an hour on Facebook and you've learned nothing. All you've basically learned is what your neighbor ate for lunch, what your family member is doing at the grocery store. It's like you don't learn anything. And it doesn't fill you. It doesn't fill you. It's junk food and you lose, you miss out on encounters with God. Imagine going before God in heaven, God going, I want to just show you a screen real quick. You're like, oh, okay, what is it? And God pulls up a screen and goes, I want to show you every encounter you missed because of TikTok. I'm going to show you every missed encounter, every divine appointment. Again, guys, this is not 
biblically, this is not biblical. I'm yeah, just yeah. being facetious in what if God did that? Yeah, yeah. Like, think about that. What yeah. if God was like, let me show you every moment you missed with me, every encounter you missed with me, because your head was down all the time. And so I'm convicted of yeah. that. It's the generation yeah. we live in. But we, but the worst thing we can do is not act like it. it's not yeah. a big deal. Like, yeah, to yeah. be like, well, it's not a big deal. You know, everyone's... Everyone's doing it. If everyone's doing it, yeah. that's probably the first yeah. sign we should stop doing it. Yeah. So, Lord, I just so pray tonight, good. Father, help us oh. not be distracted, God. Help us, Lord, break the distractions off of us, God. Remove every distraction, every dysfunction, and everything in our life that is not of you, God. Remove it. I don't want it. I don't want to spend my time looking from person to person. And uh, Lord, deliver us. Yeah from this social media generation, this lazy microwave fast food generation, God, and help us to go deep with you. Many of us are fishing in shallow water and oh, God is calling on. us to deeper water. Deeper, Lord, Take deep. us deeper, Lord. We don't want to be shallow. We don't want to be distracted. We don't want to be these Christians that are just living our lives on social media, missing encounter. Father, forgive us for all the missed encounters, Lord. And I, again, I don't want to put a yoke of religion on you, but I want us to be convicted tonight and going, Man, I got to do better in this oh. area. Lord, help me remove this distraction out of my life. Convict me. Oh. Maybe, maybe most likely, many of you will need to uninstall your apps. Maybe many of you will need to delete your apps, delete oh. your Instagram, delete your TikTok, delete whatever it is you need to do. And maybe it is, it's like, okay, I'm going to delete everything. I'm only going to watch uh, Christian podcasts or sermons or educational stuff yeah. about God. Yeah. I'm not going to scroll on TikTok. I'm not going to scroll on Instagram. I'm not going to scroll on YouTube shorts. I'm not going to watch things that are not bringing v Christian value to Come me, on. spiritual yeah. nourishment to me. I'm just wasting too much time online. Or maybe I, I really feel like the Lord's saying this. And I did this. I was off of social media for almost two weeks. Not, And I'm really just staying off. I'm not going on comments. I'm not reading. None of it. Because it's just a distraction. But maybe for some of you, it's like, okay, seven days. I need to give a week away. Oh, get yeah, off fast, of my stuff. Fast it. Fast it get oh. off of it. Sacrifice this. Sacrifice put it on the it, altar. On. And just really give this to God because it's a major hindrance in and, my life. And every time that, that I do that, I don't know about you, but every time that I've done that, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. What, what took me so long to do this, right? Well, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is where uh, it says that you satisfy me, God, more than the finest feasts. Wow. And for me, I know for me personally, I'm going to tell myself, I, I get so full or or I'll try to satisfy myself, whether it's a hobby. Yep. And, and it might not be sin, you guys. It might not be sin, but anything... But it could turn into sin. It could turn into idolatry, yep. right? Yep. And so if it's the first thing when you wake up, you're like, man, I want to go to Instagram. I want to check. I want to go to Facebook. Or, or maybe you're, uh, what's what's it called, where people do the uh, the coins or online or I, I forgot, Bitcoin yeah, or all yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe Crypto it's that. Currency. Maybe it's YouTube. Maybe like what Isaiah said, you're, you're running to watch a YouTube or whatever it is. If something is taking the place of God, that's not good because it's going to fill you with junk food. But it's not going to satisfy you. And and I don't know also about you, Isaiah, but when I've been in the presence of God, it's in those times where I am so full. I yes. get filled with his love. He heals me of things that I didn't even know that I was dealing with. Or he convicts me. He loves me. I found my calling when I was praying, right? I, I mean, just prayer. It's super, super, super important. So tonight, if you feel like God's just calling you to do it, if you want to lay down some things, if you want to repent of some things, give up some things, sacrifice uh, or, or fast some things, do it. Do it. And guys, again, I know someone's like, well, I'm on my phone watching this and I love this. We're not talking about watching good Christian prayer meeting content or yeah, yeah. watching even a sermon. I'm, yeah. I would never want to draw you away from watching sermons. You. We're this trying is, to help this you. This is healthy. We're giving you Mom. spiritual nourishment. Paul says, I fed them spiritually. We're talking, we all know what we're talking about. It's when you are just 
mindlessly scrolling and consuming content. And we've, we all do it. Yeah, yeah. Guys, we are not... Again, I have to keep saying this because new people are jumping on. We are not just preaching to you guys saying, oh, mm. this is you guys, ho. We're we high and mighty. Fingers. We're both doing we, this too. We need it too, yeah. That's why we're like, Lord, help us Mom. to not be distracted, especially this summertime. Yeah. Let us let us just stay out of anything can become an idol. And I mean, look at this. Just the they busyness. The busyness yep. too. I've, I have some missionary friends in Africa, and uh, I've always remembered this too. He I was looked, telling someone that today. He looked at me. Mother-in-law, father-in-law. Yep, and he looked at me, and he goes, RJ, and he goes, so many people think that uh, it's so hard for a Christian in a third world world country. And sometimes it is. I mean, the, the persecution and stuff. And he goes, but honestly, I believe it's harder for a Christian in America, not because of persecution, someone's trying to kill you or disease or anything, but because of all the distractions, right? Yes. So many times in a third world country, and I was over there in Africa to where, honestly, you have a lot of time on your hands. You're like, what are we going to do? Hey, let's go to a prayer meeting. Let's stay up all night and pray. And here in America, especially if you have kids, you, you have family, you're busy, you have online, you have Instagram, you have Starbucks, you get to go to Target, to the mall, and all these things will compete. And I love what Jesus constantly did. Jesus was constantly missing. Yes. If you read the Gospels, the disciples are like, hey, where's Jesus, right? Early in the morning when it's still dark, right? And and I felt convicted about this. So many times, the only time I wake up early in the morning is if I'm going fishing mm. or if I'm going hunting or something, right? But how? let's get excited. Let's wake up before our kids wake up. Let's wake up before, before work and get excited, get some coffee and get alone with your Heavenly Father because I'm going to tell you, you're going to get fruit from it. You're going to get love, joy, that, that peace, right? And so I really want to encourage you guys, man, be like, look at Jesus. He was our example with prayer. The disciples even asked him, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Yes. But he was constantly running to his father, right? Constantly running to him. So I hope that tonight that we are helping with the help of the Holy Spirit, get you guys excited and hungry to get into the presence of God. Yes. Yes. Mom. Listening to this and then saying, man, I want to pray more. Yeah, I want to go get in the word more. And in fact, let's, let's pray that it wouldn't be a struggle. One of my prayers always is, this is like my recurring prayer. I don't want to force myself to read the Bible. Come on. I don't want, and I will, yeah. I will do yeah. it. But if Some I'm having, good, if I'm having to right, force but. myself every time to pray and read and my, I don't ever want to, yeah. then there's some unhealthy thing something in my there. life. There's something, something unhealthy wrong. there causing me to not want so to do this. Good. So I don't want it to be a whole life. And I don't think it's God's will. And yeah. I remember getting first saved. You couldn't get me out of prayer. Yeah. You couldn't oh, yeah. get me out of the Bible. So as we get older or as time progresses or whatever, we draw away from God, whatever happens, I want to be in a place where I crave the word of God. Oh, I desire. And this is God's desire for us. Why would God be up here going, I don't really want you to crave the Bible. I don't really want you to crave my word. I don't really want you to crave my prayer. Biblically, David prayed this as a deer longs for water, pants. And this is like a picture of a deer about to die needs water. It's literally just like in the middle of the night where you're dying of thirst, you'll do anything to get a cold glass of water. Yep. He goes, like that, so I long for you, oh God. So there's, there's a longing in the soul that if you'll really pray, God will give you this longing. I pray, Lord, you would give us an insatiable, insatiable desire for prayer. I pray you would give us a holy addiction to yeah. prayer, to the word of God, to worship, to fasting. Lord, we don't want to have to live our lives forcing this. Help us to not have to force ourselves to pray, force ourselves, and I will do it. There's a time where we should do that. Where, so I don't want to make it seem like, well, if I, if I don't feel it, I won't do it. No, no, no. There's times where I force myself to preach. I force myself to pray. But for the majority of the time, 
I want there to be a desire to yeah. do these things. Yeah. I don't want to force myself to talk so to my good. wife. I mean, yeah, now there's times, there's times so where it's good. like, oh, okay, I need to make extra effort and I'm not yeah. spending enough time with my wife or kids. So I'm, I'm going to force myself to do it. But most 99% of the time I want to be with my wife. Yeah, I want to be with my kids. Yeah. I desire it. And so Lord, help us to desire yeah. it like that. Yeah, help yeah. us to desire Come prayer, on. desire Come worship, on. desire relationship with you. Yeah. Help us to move out of father this whole just, I don't really feel like it. I'd rather do this. In the same way, Lord, that I crave Instagram, TikTok, escaping on social media, I pray, Lord, that I would escape in your word. I pray, Lord, that you'd become my distraction. Imagine God being your distraction. That sounds like an oxymoron because, of course, on. it's never distracting to be with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine God being the thing you run to, the, so the thing that you, and I'm going to explain this and not just say it so you guys call me a heretic. Yeah. You're, you waste your time on. Yeah. Because remember, when the woman came and broke her alabaster box, yep. the disciples said, yep. you're wasting on yep. this man. On. They looked at it as a waste of time, but any true believer on. knows it's never time wasted on. time with God. On, like Mary so, and Martha. Uh, yeah, I want to, I wanna, and I'm putting this in like air quotes, I want to waste my time because religious people think yeah. it's a waste of time. I want to waste my time on God because it's not a waste of time. It's not a waste. It's always valuable. It's always worth it. Oh. So this has really been a convicting night. This has been yeah. a night of repentance. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't know which way we we're going to go. We're like, hey, let's just pray yeah. and be led by the Holy Spirit. So as we're praying tonight, we're being led by literally what the Holy Spirit wants to say to you. The Holy Spirit is telling us and speaking through us. I, I wish, Roy, the Holy Spirit would just show up right here, sit right next, right in my chair. I'll get up and just lay on the ground. Yeah. And he'll just sit here and talk and directly to everyone in the chat except he is doing that through us because the Holy Spirit now works through humans. He yep. doesn't just show up. Yep. There's no video you'll ever find of the Holy Spirit just sitting there yep. going, all right, I'm going to teach yeah, you. Yeah. But how does God teach and speak through vessels his as body. His, his body, his Our ambassadors? Body. His body. So tonight, that's why Paul said in 2 Thessalonians to the church of Thessalonica, I thank God that when we came, you took it as the very words of God. Yeah. You weren't, they weren't listening to Paul saying, yeah. oh, that's a great sermon. They were going, yeah. God is speaking to me Come right on, now. Jesus. God is speaking to me right now. And so in that same way, God is speaking through us, yeah. imperfect, broken, contrite, humble vessels that are going, Lord, we're unworthy. But he chooses in his great infinite wisdom and mercy to hide himself, I'm quoting the Bible, in earthen vessels. So tonight, let it be God oh, speaking to you. And when God speaks out of us, he's also speaking to us. Yeah. We're like, whoa, because yep. the Holy Spirit's the one speaking. Yep. We're not pre-planning what yep. we're praying right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I just pray for that conviction, oh, Lord. Convict on. us. Yeah. Challenge us, Lord. I really want to pray encouragement us. too, Father. I just pray encouragement. Whoever yes. is who, if you've been running from God or uh, just like what we were saying, um, maybe you you haven't been in that secret place and, and you just miss God or maybe you have shame. Father God, I thank you just like uh, the prodigal son when you start to come into the prayer closet, God's going to be there. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's excited. So, Father, I just pray that. Lord, I pray your peace, your joy, your comfort. Holy Spirit, you're the comforter right now. So, Father, I just pray that you comfort your people. You encourage them, God. And I thank you, God, that uh, you have great things. You have great plans, Father God, for them, Jesus. And, uh, and this is just the beginning. Maybe, maybe you've never had a, a prayer life. Maybe the only time that you pray is on a Sunday or is on a Wednesday. Or maybe the only time you pray is for when you eat your food or when you go to bed, right? Or, or, uh, or when something bad happens. But no, but Father, I just pray right now that you, with your spirit, Father God, Lord, that they're just going to have a hunger to, like what Isaiah was talking about, praying without ceasing, even throughout the day. When you're in your car, just talking to God. 
to spending time with them. When you're worried about something, you give your cares, just like it says in Philippians, give your cares, your worries, your anxieties, your stresses to God. If some of you are stressed about something right now, just give it to him. Father, I'm stressed. Yes. God, I'm, I'm fearful about this. God, just take it. And I love it. The Bible says this. It says that in Philippians that the peace of God will start to come. So, Father, tonight, Lord, we're just opening ourselves before you. Lord, we're being open. Father God, we're an open book. Father God, speak to us. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. And guys, one of the things we want to do with these streams is not just teach like a podcast and not just pray, but teach and pray and have yeah, it interactive. So you guys are praying with us. You guys are joining in. I, I know I say this every time we do this. We need to do it more. I, I really have to be intentional. But as we're teaching and stuff, you guys are also praying. You guys are in, a, in an atmosphere of prayer and worship, even as we teach. And so I want to give a quick I don't know, five, 10 minute lesson here before we pray for just that last prayer of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Cause the last thing I wanna pray tonight, you know, last time we prayed miracles, deliverance, all that is good and we'll do that again. But I wanna tonight give you a, a quick lesson. And I told Roy, jump in at any second, any yeah. moment he wants to interrupt me of why are prayers not being answered? Um, there, there's, a, there's not, I wouldn't wanna say a formula cause prayer is relational, not a formula. Yeah. But there are certain things in the Bible, these are pitfalls, these yeah. are landmines, God where, this. where yeah. God says, if you do this, your prayers are not going to be yeah. answered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my mind, I'm just like, okay, well, logically, I don't want to do these things. Yeah. What are these things? So I want to give you guys, if you, you guys can pray as I'm teaching, you guys can take notes as I'm teaching, this is going to be very casual. And I've done this before in another video, but I want to give you guys a couple reasons why biblically Mom. your prayers are not being answered. So reason number one, and this is right off the bat, Roy, this is the obvious one. You don't believe what you are praying. Mom. If you are praying, guys, please, this, this could change your life, literally. If you are praying and you don't believe what you're praying, or maybe you'd be super shocked if your prayer got answered, that yep. could reveal unbelief yep. in you, yep. then don't expect your yeah. prayers to be answered. James. Sometimes when praying for someone, God will answer your prayer based on their faith, not yours. Because oftentimes when we pray for someone, we might not even believe what we're praying. Yep. I've prayed prayers of healing before that I'm like, I don't know. And then God heals them. And God's like, I didn't answer that because of your faith. I answered it because their desperation. Theirs, yeah. So this is what James, and I'll give you guys some verses here. James chapter one, verse six says this. But when he asks, this is about prayer, a man asking in prayer, he must believe and not doubt. So what wow. are the two things James tells come us on, we on. must do in prayer? Yeah. But number one, believe, and number two, don't Man, doubt. doubt. Because on. the number two will kill the number one. You could either doubt or you could believe, but you can't do both. And then oh, look at what on. James says. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea. So now, so you're in the chat tonight praying and you're doubting. So he's now yeah. telling you, yeah. you are a wave in yeah. the sea. That's literally what you are. He says he's blown and tossed by the wind. That oh. man should not think he'll receive anything from yep. the Lord. Yep. So what are, he goes, what are you even doing? You're praying. Yeah. You don't believe what you're praying. Yeah. You don't, you, you shouldn't even think. Maybe you're like, well, maybe God will. God goes, don't even think I'm going to answer. But then look what he says. He is a double ma minded man, yeah. unstable yeah. in all he does. So when we're praying and doubting it, we got to stop doubting. We got to know that when we huh. pray, okay, God, you want to fulfill this request. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're praying dumb prayers that you know are not biblical, if you're praying, Lord, you know, help me get rid of this wife so I can get a new wife, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. that's not a, that's not yeah. biblical. God's yeah, yeah, not going to yeah. answer that prayer. Yeah. You're wasting your time. Yeah. But if you're praying biblical prayers, like what would be a biblical prayer? God heal someone or heal me. God yeah. deliver. God save. Like those are three prayers. God wants to do those Mom, things because he says so it good. in his word. So, so good. We have to stop doubting. We have to so know good. God's going to fulfill my request. God's going to have his way. Yep. God is not going to leave me high and dry. We need Mom, to believe. Have, have faith. Even uh, 
what does the Bible even say? It says that it's impossible to please God without yes. faith. And so many times, even when Jesus, when he was even in his hometown, it said that he, some, some of the times he couldn't yep. even heal people because they didn't have faith. They're like, ah, you know, that's just the carpenter's son, right? But now the, you have all these other stories. The woman with the issue of blood, she had so much faith yes. to where she's like, Jesus doesn't even have to uh, lay his hand on me. He doesn't have to say anything. All I got to do is just touch his clothes and he's going to heal. And so that's the kind of faith that I want when I pray. And and that's where, and, and you guys, I fall short of it sometimes. Sometimes I do pray out of fear or out of doubt, but God's been convicting me. RJ, be like that one woman with the issue of blood. Yes. Like if she had so much faith or like the Roman officer where he had so much faith. He came to Jesus and said, Hey, can you heal? I have this yes. servant. And Jesus goes, okay, I'll come to your house. And he goes, wait, wait, you don't even need to come to my house. Just say it and he'll be healed. And Jesus, I want Jesus to be blown away by my faith. Yes. Right? The Roman officer, Jesus, the Bible actually says, was blown away. You want to blow away Jesus with your faith. And he looked at his disciples and goes, there's no no one in all of Israel that has faith like this Roman officer, right? So tonight, you guys, when we pray, pray in faith. Let's shock God. Let's say, God, you can do this. I believe you can do it tomorrow, God. And so let's let's get, I, I believe it puts a smile on God's face when we have that kind of faith. Come on. So not believing your prayers. Number two, and this is a big one that, again, if you're doing this, you're going like, oh, wow, I've been doing this, wasting my time praying. Uh, now I'm going to stop doing this. So these are ways, these are pitfalls to avoid. So Number two is you're praying with the wrong motives. Yeah. If you're praying outside the will of God, your Come prayers on. are not going to be answered. God is not going to. I know, I know you like to pray these, but God is not going to answer prayers that violate his word or Come violate on. his will. James chapter four, verse three says this. When you ask, look at what James says. Yep. You do not receive. What? James is going, you are praying. You're not getting anything. And then this is why. Are you guys ready? Because you ask with wrong motives. Yep. Your motives are wrong. Mm -hmm. The reason you, you want God to answer a prayer for selfish motives. And then this is what he says. Look at this. That you may spend on, you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So you're praying prayers, not about God, not about his will, but whatever you're asking God for, mm -hmm. you want to get it for your own pleasure. Mm -hmm. And this could be again, Praying the the ruin of a marriage, which is crazy. I, yeah. I have guys write me like, oh, I know God's telling me this girl that I married. I've heard some bizarre yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, I married right. the wrong girl married and God wants one. me. Not my the soulmate. devil the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. True. That's Come not on. God. God is not Come telling on. you to pray that your marriage would be ruined or this Come or that. On. Come on. You guys, don't pray prayers that are in, out of alignment with God. Yep. James is literally saying... You're not receiving because your motives are wrong. Yeah. So check your motives. Well, check your heart. To curse someone or yeah, anything like yeah, that. Curse. I, it reminds me of the Sons of Thunder, right? Yep. They wanted the fire to come down on the city because they rejected Jesus. Sometimes I feel like we're like, oh, it's the righteous anger of God. And it's like sometimes it's not even God's spirit, man. Don't don't pray against or, or pray on someone. God, curse that person, that witch, that this or that, that politician, that my neighbor who's who's a heathalonian. Like that Come is on. that is not like Wrong new, Testament. new covenant, right? That's not so we need to pray right motives with the right heart out of love, right? Come on. Even so when we're important. praying for casting out demons or healing the sick. Some people are praying, guys, let's be honest, for so they could get a testimony to post on Facebook. Huh. They're praying so they can get a video to yep. go viral on or TikTok. That's yep. wrong motives. If I'm praying yep. for someone to get delivered so I could post a TikTok clip and get views. Or to make you feel powerful. Like, it's ooh, yes, I casted that yes. demon out and you're not wrong motives. caring about that person. Right? Wrong motives. Um, so we so need to good. check our motives. The New King James says, you ask amiss. 
You're, you're praying, but you're asking and you're missing. You're missing the mark. Yeah. So God says, have pure motives. Don't just be out here praying for people to get a, a video on social media. Don't be praying for people to get a testimony. So Even Jesus said the Pharisees pray. They're loud. They're in the street. They, yeah. uh, they want everyone to see them. And he goes, don't be like them. They yeah. repeat the same thing over and over. The oh. Bible says don't repeat yourself over and over yeah. to be the religious way the Pharisees are. So how do I how do I know? How do I know then the motives of God or God's will or God's what God wants me to pray? Because you're like, Isaiah and Roy, you're sitting here telling me you're praying with wrong motives. Well, how do I know what to pray? Good. This is how you do it. You spend time with God. Come on. And when you spend time with God, he shares his heart, his desire, his and you Come get on. to know him. If on. you get to know someone, you, you know what they like. Like my but, wife knows what I like, what I like to eat, what I like exactly. to do. She doesn't need to ask most of the time. She's like, I already know you're not going to want to do this. I already know you're going. I know you don't want to go yeah. shopping for three hours. Well, how do you know, honey? Because I know you. I know your motives. I know oh, you don't like sitting in a so store. Good. So, so good. we have to understand the more time we spend now, many of you again i know this is a strong night of rebuke but you don't know god's heart or motives because you spend no time with him or you just listen to people on youtube their relationship with god exactly but you don't have your own so to be effective you need to spend time with the one who actually answers the prayer and the word of god the word of god too it's it's the written word but it's all spirit led you know and so you can find out god's heart even through there yep i really want to encourage you man Read your word and spend time with the Holy Spirit. Number three, this is a common one, Roy. We give up before the answer comes. This is what I talked about earlier, so I'll go quickly on this. Matthew 7, 7. I'm giving you guys a verse for each uh, reason as well. He says, keep on asking and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking. I like what it says. I just noticed this. It doesn't say seek. It says keep on seeking. I I never noticed that. So he's like, you should be seeking, but don't just stop once. Keep on seeking and you'll find. And then he says this, Jesus, keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Um, so I never noticed those two words, keep on. Keep, keep he's on, he's expecting on. you to already do it. Well, how, could you keep, how could you keep on doing something you're already doing, but I mean, you're not doing. So he's saying, I'm expecting you. You're already doing these things. And again, we doorbell ditch God. Um, we knock, we ask one time, you know, we doorbell ditch and then fall in the bush. And God's like, what are you doing out there? Like, oh, I just prayed for three minutes. So we need to keep on praying, keep on asking, bug the judge, come at come midnight. On, come on. Um, so good. Number four. Okay, that was number three. And we're almost done with this, and then we're going to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit before oh, we end. Jesus. Number four is you have unforgiveness. Yes. Yes. If you have unforgiveness, oh, it feels bad. Not, your prayers are not going to be answered. On, You're wasting your time. Mark eleven twenty five. And when you stand praying, so don't come here and say, You're taking this out of context, brother. Jesus says, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. So unforgiveness stops God from answering your prayers. We let it go not for their sake, but for our sake. And and this is the bottom line, guys, with unforgiveness. If God forgave, let me zoom in here. If God forgave you for all you did, and some of y'all were were bad. You were were bad. Let's just be honest. You were dark. You were stinky (laughs) in the world. If God forgave you for all you did, surely you can forgive them for what they've done. Because let me just say, what your friends and family have done to you, it might be bad, it might be wrong, it might be dark, but they didn't put you on a cross. And Jesus was put on a cross. And so if he could forgive us for our sin, putting him on that cross, our sin is what put him on that cross if you didn't know, our rebellion in our own heart. So if he could forgive us, Mark 11, 25, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. So don't don't pray with unforgiveness. You're actually oh, literally wasting your so time. Good. Here's here's another one too in uh, Matthew chapter five. I'm going to read it in verse 22. But I say, this is the words of Jesus. But I say, if any of you are even angry with someone, Ooh. you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, 
you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you're in danger of the fires of hell. So if you are about to present a sacrifice at the altar, at the temple, or tonight, if you're going to be praying, right, to God, and, and we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So when we're praying with the Holy Spirit, and suddenly you remember, the Holy Spirit reminds you, hey, you have some beef with someone. You, there's something there. Leave your sacrifice there at the altar and go reconcile to that person, to the brother or sister, and then come offer your sacrifice to God with the right heart, right? And so tonight, so many times, Isaiah, I'm not, I might not even be uh, thinking of someone, and I, I get ready to go pray, and I'm, and I'm spending time with God, and then all of a sudden I remember, you know, oh, I— I um I was rude to my yeah. wife or I was harsh oh. or this and that and I'm like you know what Peter says this too do we have that verse I think you have it as well Peter even says and he goes listen yeah first Peter three if you and have right some have some junk going you on with it. your you wife right where is it right here first Peter three seven husbands it's right here on yours too in the same way in the same way this is so good you guys husbands <laughs> listen to this in the same way be can uh be considerate as you live with your wives oh. and treat them with respect. As the weaker partner, as heirs uh, with you of the gracious gift of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Okay, some now, of you are like, now I know why none of my prayers exactly. are exactly. And maybe it's because Beefing you're rude your to wife. your wife, rude to your kids. Maybe you're you're rude to your boss. This and that. And then all of a sudden, you come to church on Sunday. You look all nice. You're praying. You're worshiping. Getting and you're wondering. Here. You're wondering. Oh, and you sweating. know what? Hey, listen. And and I'm I've done this too. We uh, we've done this too. But man, make sure that your heart is clean. There's so many times you could even ask my wife. I've come to her at night. I'm like, honey, I am so sorry the way that I talked to you earlier today, or the way that I talked to the to the kids. And then before I go to bed, I spend time with God, and and there's no blockage there. There's mm. nothing funky. So. We really want to encourage you guys, man. Super important. And it's always Sunday. The devil knows every Sunday you're going to get in an argument. On your way to church. Something's going to happen on the way to church. He's going to throw you off your flow. Kids are acting crazy. Absolutely. Come on. Okay, so unforgiveness is a huge one. Number five is unconfessed. These are all just ways the Bible says God is not going to answer your prayer. So these are like very important. Number five is unconfessed sin. And let me show you this. Isaiah 59 uh, chapter 59 verse 1. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor is his ear dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from God. Look at this. But your sin has have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear you. Your sins have hidden his face from you so he will not hear you. And then look at Psalms 59 two, chapter 59, verse two. But your iniquities have separated you from God and your sin has hidden his face from you so he will not hear you. Oh wait, that was, is that, oh, it's the same, yeah. it's the same parallel verse. Yeah, Psalms yeah. 55, 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So all three of these verses all say the same thing. If there's iniquity, sin in my heart, unconfessed sin, or patterns of sin, and we're just like always sinning, and then we're praying God's like, "Uh, actually, I'm not even hearing your prayers. He said it to the Israelites all the time. You read like Isaiah, Jeremiah, the prophets. He's like, hey, you guys are coming. You're doing these sacrifices to me with these sheep, and you guys are having these festivals. And he goes, but... You're being horrible to your neighbor, right? You're committing adultery, doing this. And he goes, I'm not even, I'm not even listening to you, right? And so super important, you guys. And I'm not talking about, we're not talking about you stumble on accident or because we're all being sanctified. We're growing from glory to glory. I'm talking about willful sin. You are in, you're watching pornography and you shouldn't. Come on, you you come are on. checking out someone else's wife, right? You, you, you're continuing and you're cussing. You're an alcoholic. You're doing all these things. And then, but you're acting not repentive. Right? And and you're just praying, acting like God's hearing you. And what he really wants is for you to be like King David and be like, hey, 
I screwed up, God. Forgive me for my alcohol. Forgive me for my sin. Forgive me. And he will forgive you, and then you could start praying the right way. Amen? Yeah, we're going to help you guys to get your prayers oh. answered because, like, it sounds kind of like charismatic cliche to be like, we're going to show you how to get your prayers answered, yeah, but yeah. the Bible literally tells yeah. you why your prayers are not oh, being answered. That's good. So if you keep going that unconfessed sin, in fact, and I like what you said in one place in Jeremiah, Jeremiah's praying for the people. It's like, good job, Jeremiah. I mean, that's great. And God says, Jeremiah, stop praying yeah. for these rebellious people. And then God says this, you're wasting your time. Imagine, Roy, you're praying. You're like, Lord, I'm going to set apart three hours to pray for your people today. And you're praying for the church. And God goes, Roy, sorry to tell you, you might as well go watch the football game. You're literally wasting your time. You're like, what? And God says, yeah, these people are rebellious. Stop praying for they're them. Unrepented. Why? It, they were yeah. unrepentant. Yeah. They were in sin. They were in iniquity. And they liked it. They, they didn't, wanted they, to stay They kept there. chasing that. And God says, there's just, it's a waste of time yeah, to pray. So that was number five. Number six, we already went over not treating your husband or wife right, which is 1 Peter 3, 7. Peter basically says, look, you don't know to treat your wife right or your husband, God's not going to answer your prayers. Uh. Deal with that. Um, that's number six. And some of you are like, oh, that's it. So these are ways, guys. Now, lastly, I want to say God is sovereign. Okay, so that's the final thought on this. If God's going to answer a prayer, God's going to answer a prayer. In fact, in Romans 9, 15, it says, I will have mercy. This is the Lord speaking. I will have mercy whom I have mercy, and I'll have compassion whom I have compassion. It does not therefore depend on man's desire effort, but on God's mercy. So at the end of the day, these are all reasons why God's not going to answer your prayer biblically. But at the but again, at the end of the day, I did the end of the day twice, so we must be on the second day here. <laughs> on the end of the on the end of the day, after the end of the day, God, I use that phrase way wrong. God goes, look. I mean, uh, Paul, who wrote Romans, there we go, yeah. goes, look. It doesn't depend on man's effort. It's on God's mercy. So if God wants to get something done, he's going to get it done. But these are the basic things that are going to hinder our prayer yeah. and stop us from seeing our prayers answered. And I don't know about you, but I want to see my prayers answered. Yeah. Like I look at Jesus and go, Jesus got his prayers answered. He's the person I want to look to. Father, I pray tonight, Lord, if there's anything in our life that's hindering our prayers, I just pray, Lord, that you would remove it in Jesus' name, God. Remove every hindrance tonight, God everything if it's praying and unbelief if it's not believing our prayers if it's ought with our wife if it's uh unforgiveness whatever the reasons are your word says maybe unconfessed sin or iniquity or sin cycles i pray lord that you'd remove it so that we can get our prayers answered god we don't want to pray in vain god we want you to hear and answer our prayers so tonight father by the power of the holy spirit help us lord and I want to make sure before we go into the, you know, reading the comments and kind of hanging out for a little bit, uh, when we, while we end this prayer portion, I want to pray because I never want to do a prayer stream and not give you guys the chance. And again, I don't want to throw shade at people here. So please hear my heart. I watch a lot of YouTubers, a lot of Christian content, and I never hear, number one, I never hear them praying. I'm like all my, all the big YouTubers, I just rarely ever hear them praying ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. let alone yeah. having a prayer meeting and not yeah. trying to say I'm better than anybody, yeah. but this is, this needs to be a priority. Yeah, yeah. But, all, but this is the, the worst part. They never give people a chance to receive the Holy Spirit or teach them to at least. Okay. So the Bible says, very simple, I, want, I don't want to complicate it, is you need to ask, okay? Yeah. If you're a believer or maybe you're becoming a believer tonight, ask for the Holy oh. Spirit. Jesus said, and I'll repeat this, you're like, I've heard you say this a thousand times and I'm going to say it 10,000 more. If you ask for something good, um, God is not going to give you something bad. Let me zoom um, in for you guys. If you ask for something again. good, God won't give you something bad. So you need to ask for the Holy Spirit. It's a good thing. And then God will give it. You're not going to get it by just sitting around going, well, if it's God's will for me to have it or speak in tongues or be baptized, 
We need the Holy Spirit. If the disciples needed it, and don't give me this like, oh, well, I already got it when I prayed this. Guys, come on. Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem. There's something about getting the Holy Spirit. It's an encounter, and God wants to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. You want to read something? Yeah, I'm going to read this. So this is Galatians. Apostle Paul says this, and he goes, did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believed the message that you heard about Jesus, right? And so the Apostle Paul is actually rebuking the, the Galatian church, but he goes, listen, it, the way that you receive the Holy Spirit, it's not just sitting there and, and, and following the Bible and fasting and praying and tearing and all this. And he goes, well, you receive the Holy Spirit. It's, it's a gift. It, it, the Spirit of God filling you, baptizing you, it is a gift. But what you need to do is asking. You need to just receive it. You need to have faith and believe it, right? So we need to ask. Um, we obviously need to repent. The Bible makes um, that clear in the book of Acts. Some people say repentance is a work. No, it's not a work. It's literally something the Bible um, commands us to do. It's not works-based salvation to teach repentance. The Bible says in Acts, God overlooked ignorance for a time, yeah. but now, and but now is the, the era we live in, God requires all men everywhere to repent. So repentance, there's no way around it. You need to repent. You need um, to ask, and you need to receive the Holy Spirit. Um, so um, for some of you tonight, as we pray, you're going to feel a river welling up. You're going to feel something welling up in you and you need to just open your mouth and speak it out. Now, we're not going to say, start by saying, da, da, da. We're not doing none of that. Okay, we're not teaching you how to speak in tongues. But for a lot of people, it's not just going to come over you where you start speaking in tongues. You're going to need to actually start by faith speaking out. The Holy Spirit's in you. Yeah, go for it. I really want to encourage you. And even Isaiah knows this too. Like when he's preaching, right? When he's preaching, he has the Holy Spirit already inside of him, right? And he's baptized with the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit wants to speak prophetically. Same thing if someone wants to give a prophetic word, right? The Holy Spirit wants to do something. But if Isaiah just went up there and grabbed the mic and didn't say anything, the Holy Spirit's like, come on, Isaiah. I want you to say this. Or he's leading you like a river. I, I like explaining it like this. If you've ever been in a river, that is a current and it will want to take you somewhere. Same thing. When the Holy Spirit is in us, he wants to take us somewhere. Sometimes you might say, hey, you see that person at your work? They're depressed right now. They're going through something. Go pray for them. And so you're being led by the Holy Spirit to go over there and encourage them, give them an, an encouraging word. Same thing with speaking in tongues, you guys, or, or praying in the Spirit. You'll feel many times a, a welling, almost like a river, and it'll want to, he'll want to start praying with the heavenly language, with the, with the language of the angels, right? Yep. So don't think that God's just going to come and take over your tongue. I've seen that happen. Yeah. I've definitely seen God do that sovereignly, but there's so many times where the Holy Spirit's like, come on. Uh, I, I want you to pray this, but we join with God's spirit, with our spirit, and we pray together. Yeah, so just like prophecy, okay, I've never just stood there and then all of a sudden my mouth opened and I started prophesying. You have to open your mouth by faith and speak out the words yeah. of God. Or casting out a demon yeah, or it healing. All happens. It's it all, the Holy we Spirit, all, but it's it human us. will. We have to actually do it. We're not just going like, okay, I'm going to cast a demon out. Let's see. Let's just wait. Exactly. And for tongues, that's the only gift that we just sit around going, well, if God wants me to have it, exactly. I'll have it. But Come he on. says to ask for it. Yeah. Paul says to desire... Yeah. earnestly pursue, yeah. chase after, excuse me, spiritual gifts. So Paul didn't say wait around on the couch and they're going to fall on you. A gold brick's going to hit your head. Yeah. Paul said you need to pursue these and desire yeah. these. I want to say a, another thing real quick too. And I really believe that the devil loves going after and trying to make the praying in tongues look so weird, right? Yes. Or like this. I, I believe it. because this is the one gift. I totally believe this, you guys. This is the one gift that the Holy Spirit gives us, and it's for edification of yourself. Mm. Do you know, uh, I totally believe this, every other gift, gift of prophecy, 
gift of wisdom. It's all the same spirit. It's one spirit the Apostle Paul says. It's the Holy Spirit. Gift of prophecy, gift of uh, wisdom, discerning of spirits, all these different things. It's for the church. It's for other body parts. But when you pray in tongues, not the interpretation of tongues, but when you pray with, with your heavenly language, it is to edify yourself. So there's so many times where maybe I'm worried or I'm stressed or right before I go to preach or right before I'm about to talk to someone or witness to someone, I sense the Holy Spirit welling up in me and he just wants to speak, right? And then I'll be, and I'll start speaking in tongues and it's the Holy Spirit praying and encouraging, edifying myself so that I can go prophesy, so that I can go preach, so that I can pray for someone. So again, it's super important. The Apostle Paul said, I wish that everyone prayed in their heavenly language because the Apostle Paul knows how important it is that, that we do it. Yes, and the Bible says the, the spirit of prophecy is subject to the prophet. And Paul says mm, this, on, I'm quoting the so Bible good. literally, word for word, all of you could prophesy, take turns prophesying one by one for the spirit of prophecy is subject to the prophet. So that mm. means it's not spontaneous. Yeah. We could start speaking in tongues on and, command. It's and, not a like, oh, I'm gonna wait until tongues come out, which a lot of people so that don't speak in tongues, they always say like, you can't just speak in tongues whenever you want. And I'm like, of course you can. It's subject, the spirit is subject to the prophet. Well, it's the it's Holy a spirit. gift. It's, what, what we need to realize is it's you're not getting a bunch of different spirits. It's the Holy Spirit. If you're come a on. believer, you have the Holy Spirit. That's a promise he came at salvation. That's why the apostle Paul told the Galatians, how, when did you receive the Holy Spirit? You received it when you believe what Jesus did, right? On the cross. So you already have the Holy Spirit. But if you want to be baptized, you want to be overflowing. You want to be in the fire of God. He's the baptizer of the Holy Spirit and with fire, right? Jesus is. And so I really want to encourage you guys. You guys have the Holy get Spirit, but come on. You're going to get it right now. So come on. a couple things to help you. Don't pray in English while you're trying to get this, okay? Don't sit yeah. here and be praying in English because it's just going to make it harder. Just Focus on Jesus. Close your eyes. Put your hands out like you're going to receive. Don't be afraid. He's not going to give you a snake. Yeah, or don't a be demon. afraid. If you ask for something good, you're not going to get demonic tongues. He tells us, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you something good. Yeah. You ask for something good. We're asking for the Holy Spirit, which is a good thing. And then, no, no uh, English. Just as you feel it, rivers of living water flowing, oh. just start speaking it out, okay? Oh, so, Jesus. Father, I pray right now. So, everybody start asking if you've never prayed in the Spirit. I, I believe tonight you're going to in Jesus' name. So I'm going to pray for you, then I'm going to pray in tongues. I'm going to pray in tongues. So, Father, right now I pray that you'd give every single person the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You told us to pursue these gifts. You told us to ask for the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we are doing what you've told us to do. Tonight we repent, we turn from our sin, and we ask for the Holy Spirit. Come on, right come now, on, ask for on. the Holy Spirit. Father, we ask you, fill us right now. Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me in fire. Baptize me in the Holy Spirit. I pray right now, God, rivers of living water begin to flow. In Jesus' name, rivers of living water begin to flow. Fill him, every one of them, God. Baptize him. Come on, if you could pray in the Spirit, right now, pray in the Spirit if you can. If you have if you have that gift, pray in the Spirit. You're not less than if you don't have it, but you can't ask for it. You can't ask for it. Come on, this is the Spirit praying out of you. He's making utterances and groans that can't be understood. Speaking to God. The Bible says it builds you up. When you pray in tongues and spirit, it builds you up, the Bible says. So we're literally working out. Our spirit is bench pressing as we pray in tongues. 
biasam darabakote shimba robosha every person in the chat shatamambo sokambadia birabasa yes the video so many times you saw that when apostle paul or peter and all these people in the book of acts they would come into people's houses and they would lay hands just even supernaturally we're going to have the faith right now like the roman officer did that where we don't need to be isaiah doesn't need to be there right to lay hands on you with the holy spirit within him but right now jesus is the baptizer so i just pray right now jesus that your hand god touches father god in their rooms in their car god lord wherever they are maybe you're outside right now maybe you're jogging right now listening to this i pray that the holy spirit fill you right now with so much joy so much peace so many times when you get filled well i've seen this when people get filled with the holy spirit too a uh, supernatural joy will fill Mom. you and you just start prophesying you start thanking god one of the ways uh, that really helps to just start thanking him god i thank you i love you thank you for dying for me jesus thank you for setting me free thank you for going to the cross thank you that you have given me your righteousness i have right standing with you father as you start doing that as you start thanking him for salvation i've seen so many times just like when peter when he was at the house of Cornelius, as he was preaching to him about what Jesus did at the cross, as soon as they believed the good news, the gospel, the Holy Spirit also came at the same time. It was like, here you go. Come on. It's like a landing zone. That when you believe and when you start thanking Jesus for his salvation that he's given you and forgiveness and right standing, that is like a landing zone, I totally believe, for the Holy Spirit to Thank come. You, Lord. Come on, Jesus. And guys, again, this is not an inter- interpretation. Ooh, we're not preaching as Paul corrected them in tongues. Yeah. We're literally praying in the Spirit. Yeah. So we're, this is a prayer meeting. This is not yeah, a there, public church a service. This on. is not a format where we need an interpretation. We're literally just praying in the Spirit. And we're encouraging you guys to do it too. So for those of you who are like, oh, well, the Bible says you need an interpreter. We're not in a church service. We're on a live stream praying. This With is a prayer meeting. Right now. With yeah. believers prayer yeah. meeting. Shumba rabasate. Someone's like, what is that? I can't understand. That's it's my it's my heavenly language. It's it's my it's tongues. It's what Paul says, praying in the spirit, building yourself up. Thank you, Lord. And then remember, Paul says no one can understand this. There's no interpretation when you pray in tongues. There's only an interpretation when you're speaking a message in tongues. And the devil hates praying in the spirit again. I, w- I want to quote what uh, the Apostle Paul said. He goes, I pray in the Spirit more than anyone, and I, and I would hope that you guys would have the Spirit and would pray in the Spirit too. So, Father, I just pray that, God. The Bible also says, it says desire the gifts. Desire it. You have to desire this, God. Lord, we are hungry, God. We want to pray with you, God. We want to pray your prayers. There's so many times where I, I think that I should pray for this person this way, but then all of a sudden I just start speaking in tongues God, with the Holy Spirit. He knows what to pray for that Thank person. Thank you, Lord. God will fill your mouth. Just let um, him let him fill your mouth. Pray, pray, pray. A couple more minutes here, guys. Even I just I just thought of this too. I, I saw a picture in my head. I believe this is the Holy Spirit. Start laying hands on each other. Come on. Start laying hands on your wife, on your kids, right? And just start praying and declaring. Holy Spirit, come. Because we, you guys, we we are a conduit of the Holy Spirit as well. He lives within us. We're his body, right? So lay hands. I believe that is super important. I want to pray well. for a person Jesus. named Two in the chat. They said, I don't Mom. know why I came back, but I'm leaving forever. Goodbye. I pray, Lord, that you would touch that person. Whatever they're going touch through, the Lord is speaking Mom. to you right now. I saw that Lord comment. I pray the Lord would just 
reconcile you, whatever trouble you're going through, saying I'm leaving forever, whatever right, that is, on. I pray on. right now, uh, too, it's T-W-O uh, in the chat. Yeah. I pray the Holy Spirit would fill you That's right on. now. The Holy on. Spirit would he touch you. you. He would on. break anxiety off you, depression you. off you, fear off you, unbelief you off of you. Whatever it is you're on. battling inside, I pray the you Lord would break it off you on. in Jesus' name. On. I command every unclean spirit yeah, to on, leave on, in on, Jesus' on, name. Satan, you have no power. These people are not your home. Leave in Jesus' name. Every foul spirit, come up and out now in Jesus' name. I rebuke you, Satan, out in Jesus' name. The power of God is against you. The blood is against you, Satan. I cancel every contract, every assignment, every plan. I sever it now. You have no power. You have no strength. The devil is a liar. Just start repenting, too. If if the Holy Spirit is giving you conviction for something that you need to release, just say it. Father, forgive me of this. Lord God, set me free of this sin. Some of you guys, maybe you're in a habitual sin. Right now, this is so good. The Holy Spirit is here, you guys. Come on. And just tell him, God, forgive me of this, and he will right now. I just see that even after tonight, some of you guys are going to sleep, the best sleep that you've ever had. I'm not just saying that. I really believe it. You're going to feel something, a weight lift off you, and the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and fill you. Jesus, touch him, Lord. Every spirit must go. Every unclean spirit must go now. In Jesus' name, we bind you. We command you to go into the abyss and never return in Jesus' name. The blood is against you, Satan. The blood is against you. We cancel your plans, your assignments on our family, on our kids, on our marriage. We are going to be like Jehu today and call Jezebel off of her balcony. In Jesus' name. Pray with we us, come you against guys. you, Pray Satan. You. You're a liar. You release it through your words. Shower of life and death in the tongue. Some of we you guys, you I really want to encourage you. Listen, some of you guys have been coming into agreement with the wrong spirit. Not yes. with the Holy Spirit, but with lies of Satan, with fears. Some of you guys have been speaking so negatively over yourself, over your marriage, over your kids, over this country, over everything that's going on. There's power of life Ooh, and rabbi. death in yes. the song. And, and listen, if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit, and it's grieving him. I believe that, and I've done it before too, but listen to what the Holy Spirit's saying. Start speaking life over your marriage. God, I pray life over these marriages, Father God, Lord. Some of them might be in shambles. Some of them, might, husbands might be upset with their wives, wives upset with husbands or your kids. And God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you fill us with your spirit, not just to speak in tongues, but to speak in English also life yes. over these things, God, that we come Thank into you, agreement. Lord. The Holy Spirit won't just uh, lead you and to fill you so that you speak in tongues. He'll also lead you in your English prayers too. Thank so Father you, God, we baptize us. Baptize us in Jesus' name. Heaviness go, depression go, anxiety go. We pray for healing in Jesus' name. We pray, God, uh, guys, and we're not going to go super long on this because it's not our focus tonight, but we want to give everyone a chance. Whatever part of your body that you're sick or in pain, lay your hand there by faith and let's pray for all the body parts. Many of you are saying, when are you going to pray for healing? Right now. So put your hand wherever you need healing, put it, and we're going to pray for physical physical, yep. mental healing, if there's mental illnesses Emotional, going on. Yep, put that. your hand there right now. Sure, cool, we cool, command cool, cool. bodies sure. to be healed in Jesus' name. Sure, we right command now, bodies Jesus to be healed in Jesus' name. God. Psalms 103 says he forgives all Come our on. sins yes, he and does. heals Come all on. our diseases. So right now, be healed in Jesus' Thank name. You, Jesus. Sickness go, disease Come go, on. cancer go, 
every mental illness, every disease, every sickness, nerves, ligaments, tendons, bones, joints, be healed. I command bodies to get in alignment with God's word right now. Get in alignment, bodies. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bring healing. I love your word, God. It says, Lord, that no undeserved curse will land on its mark. Some of you guys have been believing lies of the devil and you've let it land. We come against that. We break any contracts. If we have been putting faith in a demonic spirit, we, oh God, we repent of that. Now we put faith in your spirit. We come against any curses, any lies, any hexes. No undeserved curse could land on us, God. We pray for Jesus mental name. illness, God. Lord, mental illness, healings, Father God, reproductive. I feel this right now. Yes. Reproductive, Father God. We pray healing even over reproductive organs, Father God, Lord. Uh, people that can't have babies, Father God, Lord. We pray healing over wombs, Jesus. Lord, that people will be able to have babies, the ones that couldn't, Father. And we thank you, Jesus, in your mighty name. Also, just pray even over diabetes. Diabetes, feet, any of that, Jesus. Leave in Jesus' leave name. Leave that. Father God, Lord, we pray in Jesus. Healing power of God. Thank you, God. Jesus, for your healing power. Thank you that on that whipping post, by your stripes, that we were healed. We were healed. Thank you, Lord. Heal us tonight in Jesus' name. Heal our bodies, God, in Jesus' name. Your divine power, God, we give you the glory. We give you the credit in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Cyst on ovaries, we say be healed now. Every Cisco, every tumor go. Right now, um, we pray healing over a broken heart. Yeah, we broken pray be heart. healed in healing, Jesus' name. He's God is close to the broken heart. Yes. Come on. Heal our kids, God. Heal our yeah. marriages, God. Sleep issues, spirit of confusion, go now in Jesus' name. Jesus Thank name. you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. Jesus. Guys, I think we're going to wrap up the prayer portion there. We'll hang up for a few minutes with the chat. You guys can type what you guys think about the stream and what you guys have been praying about. Let us know if the stream helped you. If you have any questions for us, we're just going to hang out for a few minutes um, and and do this. Roy, thank you so much for being on course, praying man. with us tonight. I know you, you're missing out on some family things you got going tonight to be with us in prayer. But guys, let us know if you want us to do these more. If you oh. want us to have prayer more, guys, let us man. know in the comments. We want you guys to keep praying, keep seeking God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Tracy Costin, I don't know if you're the one that I'm thinking of that makes the viral videos. Um, I've seen you on Instagram and on Facebook. If you are Tracy, thank you for being here and keep going, sister. We're, we're cheering you on. I see Come your on. videos all the time. And so I just want to encourage you, Tracy. I think we've talked in comments before, but man, God yeah. is raising up an army right now. Um, There's well, many I really people. Wanna, I want to encourage you guys too, man. Fan your flame. Right now is not a time to take it easy. Come right? on. It, encourage yourself. Like even um, like if you go camping and you're, you're, that fire starts to dwindle, what do you got to do? You got to poke it. You got to throw some other wood, right? And that's what we're doing tonight, honestly. We're encouraging you guys in prayer, man. When we speak in tongues, what we're doing is we're encouraging ourselves in the yes. Lord, building our fire. So stay encouraged, you guys. We love you so much. I'm not just saying that with the love of God. So you guys can do it. Uh, he, God's going to continue to do it, man. So I, I want to pray for it. Tracy Costin really quick. Yeah. She's a big, big content creator. Her stuff just literally just took off like crazy, getting millions of views. She's doing oh, like Jesus. a lot of reaction videos, prayer videos, preaching on deliverance, all of that. So, Father, I just pray God, for Tracy Costin. I'm probably saying her last name wrong, but God knows. I pray for Tracy right now, Lord, God. that you would just touch her in Jesus' name. Jesus. I pray, God, that you would protect her of every plan, every strategy, God, that you've raised her up Jesus. as a voice in these last days. So, Tracy, I just pray the divine hand of God, the protection of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, set her on fire. 
Set her on fire. Thank you, Lord. Touch her right now. Protect her right now. Anoint her by your spirit. Raise her up in these last days, God, and use her right now in Jesus' name. Use her for your purposes. Thank you, Lord, for Tracy Costin. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would have your way in her life. Bless her and anoint her. We just recognize her that you're raising her up and we honor her in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content and please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.